0: So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC.
1: Two and three on the uh, super contest. I got us the Colts, man. I'm the only one pulling my weight here.
0: Oh, that's one way of looking at that. I I tried to sell us on the Raiders and definitely get off the Jets. And I even, I thought, Oh, I did sell us on XM and I texted you to confirm. And you're like, no, no, no. Stick with the Jets. So
1: said, I also like the Raiders, but I thought you were asking me, did we pick the Raiders or the Jets? And I said, we picked the Jets.
0: Yeah, no, no. I was asking which to confirm we have till Saturday at 6 PM. So I have all the way until, till later. You should have said, no,
1: I really want the Raiders. I don't want the Jets.
0: Yeah, you did get the Colts for sure, and I was leaving that one up, up to you. I, it's not like I knew that was going to happen. But, um, yeah, I don't even want to talk about that Jets game. Like, it, it didn't happen on many levels. But, the, uh, yeah, I, I was liking the Raiders more. But, yes, two and three, and you did get us the Colts. Well done. Good job. You for sure were right on that one. So
1: I was 1-0. But, uh, you were 1-3,
0: basically, for the week, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah, what, what, what were our losses? Of putting them out of my mind. Dallas, which was a loss the whole way.
1: The um, Eagles yeah. lost the whole way jets lost yep. the whole way. And we won with the giants. We won my two. I was two and oh, you were zero and three.
0: Well, I wish I would have been strong, more strong about my pivot to the, to the Raiders, but, um, yeah. All right. Well, how do you feel about this week? I also liked last week too. I like, I liked the dog heaviness and, uh, so I don't know. Frustrating. A lot of injuries with the Niners. A lot of injuries in fantasy leagues, and and, and very poor lineup decisions I made. I, I switched out Goff for Kirk Cousins in multiple six-point TD, uh, uh, you know, M- NFFC leagues. It's like a thirty-two-point swing. I mean, it's just Ooh. just wild. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Very frustrating. I was pretty much to the state where you were last week, uh, complaining. Um, by Sunday night, I was in kind of a frustrated state of mind is like, why, this is all very pointless. And why do I get myself <laughs> so worked up over it? And my wife had, I went to bed very early actually on Sunday night after, as soon as I turned the column in and uh, yeah, the Niners, you no know, seasons, you know, could be effectively over already. It's just frustrating. But, um, but yeah, anyway, we continue. How are you, Liz?
1: I'm all right. Uh, I had a decent week. I had, I have a couple really good NFFC teams. One of them is really, really good in the, in the highest stakes prime time, the $1,700 one. It's a team that my first three picks were Camara, Second pick, I took Chubb over Aaron Jones, but I'm still happy with Chubb. Third pick, I took Jonathan Taylor. Fourth pick, I took DK Metcalf. Fifth pick, I took Mark Andrews. And the sixth pick, I took Dak Prescott. So that team is is good. And uh, I think it's like 34th overall. And it, you know, it's got, you know, not, it's two weeks and I'm sure I'll have 100 injuries, but so far so good. The one that I'm in with you is my worst team. And I, I was like, oh, well, Michael Thomas is hurt, but I, I have Anthony Miller. It's no big deal put him in and he got zero he got me zero and he dropped a touchdown and then he just stopped getting targeted after that so that was pretty bad yeah man i'm glad i'm glad to see that uh, you're really suffering badly like i was that's good it's good i'm not the only one
0: my fantasy teams are filled with uh joe mixon derrick henry james connor uh, melvin gordon um even edwards hilaire it's like it's. I guess maybe I'm winning just by them not being out for the season. I guess, but and then those guys seemingly are in good position moving forward. But um, it's they have not been lighting up the scoreboard whatsoever. So, yeah, you're definitely yeah. I'm. Jo- I joined you in misery even more than usual this week but i've never even seen anything like it with 49ers i mean it's that's insane but on and either it was back-to-back snaps or a three snap span we had two top three nfl draft picks carded off the field i mean just and the fact that they have to face your giants on that same miserable metlife turf is just is this whatever it's what can you do at this point but if your team loses to this mash unit man you might as well just give up your your fandom that's that would be embarrassing
1: it is pretty ridiculous. I've never seen, they lost their quarterback. They lost two top five non-quarterbacks in Bosa and Kittle. So imagine that, you know, you can draft from scratch the NFL, but you can't take any quarterbacks. You know, the the top players would be like Aaron Donald, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, George Kittle. Those would be like the top guys. It's like, those would be arguably two of the top five non-quarterbacks. So they lost two top five guys, their quarterback, and they already were missing their top receiver, their top, and they lost their top running back. Uh, and in addition to you know, Richard Sherman, their top cornerback is on the injured list. So it's, it's ridiculous, man.
0: You know, I, I had, I picked Nick Bosa to win defensive player of the year this year. Trent Williams was saying, man, this guy's going to be special, like next level. He, uh, the sack numbers weren't ridiculous, uh, but he, the pressure rate was immediately last year. And, um, and, and that was supposedly with the healthy D Ford maybe coming this year and they, and they. You know, they uh they replaced with the with the middle pick uh with Kinlaw. Um but yeah, also Richard Sherman was the number what number one or number two rated PFF cornerback. Yeah, He's court. out. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just yeah. Lost everything. Debo Samuel, Raheem Mostert bothered me even more. I mean obviously Jimmy G hobbling around there who balled by the way that first half. Um, but Moster, you know, was on my fantasy teams and wanted to give you a hard time. And that guy is just out of control. I think it's uh, fit was that fifteen touchdowns the last ten games now. Just so so good. And Tevin Coleman worthless and already hurt. But he goes down. So there's even that too. So just incredibly, cred- I've never seen a team more depressed after like a big win. But now you're not, how are the Giants four four and a half point dogs? It opened as that's crazy.
1: Yeah, I, I made the line two and a half, so I, I took the Giants. But you know, Moster looked great on the. A handful of carries he got but then mckinnon looked did the same thing Anybody, Matt Breida oh used God. to get five Mostert, yards of carry. As
0: I wrote in my column, though, Mostert would have would have literally ran backward in that touchdown. Poor McKinnon, obviously, the speed and you know, all those two knee surgeries—it's not not even close to the same. Mostert would have literally ran in backward on that play. He would have like been running, jogging in for there. He's so so fast on that play. But they were throwing to him. Jimmy G's throwing to the running backs far more than the year before. And Mostert, you know, had played wide receiver in college. Like I said, making all the awesome. He was catching the ball like crazy. So I mean, he was going to be. Only thing preventing Mostert from being a top ten fantasy. Back was, was what happened, and that I, admittedly was likely to happen. He had never made an NFL start, his BMI was low, and all that. But it was just health was the thing there.
1: No, and opportunity because he's that skinny 28 year old back, they were never going to give him that many carries. I mean, he still only has to, you know two games, 23 carries, and
0: how well, he left guys? at halftime.
1: I guess that's a decent amount. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah, he had, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. He had about 15. 15 and five is enough. That's you
0: know, yeah, seven, seven targets in six quarters. Yeah, he 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 was going to be an absolute monster with Trent Williams there in that that line. But whatever, he's he's now done. So, so well, no, he's out whatever. for
1: like a game or two. He's not that seriously. Yeah,
0: sprained MCL. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I don't know, but um, MCL's
1: not a big deal. So what else? I had to pay you twenty bucks, even though I was completely right in that Patriots uh, Seahawks game, and not only they they went for two, which was smart, but They kick the extra point, they cover, or they push, and then they miss the field goal. It was a long field goal for a scrub kicker. And then Cam gets them down to the one-inch line. How much of a monster is Cam? I mean, Cam Newton is going to, I think if I had to pick one player to lead the NFL in rushing touchdowns, it would be Cam Newton.
0: Yeah, no, that's the other thing I uh, faded. um, It doesn't really matter, like, whatever, you don't draft the guys if you draft your own team. But if you, like, write about, you know, I kind of faded. Josh Allen and and Cam Newton I was skeptical of. And those guys look like the biggest monsters, the two MVPs in the league through two weeks. So uh, Cam Newton is unbelievable because how is he – I thought it was one thing to do that against the Dolphins, but you're throwing for nearly 400 yards with those receivers. I mean, it's pretty damn impressive. Forget that. I can't believe how easy he makes it look to score inside the three. But as I wrote in my column, you know, Julian Edelman, Tom Brady – had been holding him back all this his whole career and someone actually did give me shit on on twitter did not i I think i read somewhere something like 20 percent of people are incapable of of sarcasm but that might be true yeah some
1: people are just humorless they can't nothing's funny to them so they just take it at face value
0: but yeah Uh, a career high you're right yes he might lead the nfl in rushing touchdowns this year. julian edelman
1: got his career high in yardage at age 34 in his second game with cam newton that's just insane
0: No, and it's not like Nikhil Harry's breaking tackles out there. Who were their tight ends? I mean, James White was out. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, no. I mean, it's it's – Totally crazy. Cam Newton has not played in in a year and a half. We see what Gronk. That's what usually happens. You know, that's what usually happens. When a professional athlete sit out for two years. That's what. That is the more likely outcome. Not slinging it for four hundred yards in Seattle and leading the league in rushing touchdowns. I mean, yeah, man, what a, what a monster. It is fun to see, man. Good for Cam. I guess he's getting there at five a.m. every morning and leaving the last one to leave and all that. So, man, you're a uh, yeah. You want, another bet you're going to lose is the Patriots. Uh, Tampa Bay. It's going to obviously Cam still needs to stay healthy which is you know remains a thing but but what are your thoughts on on the bucks and brady
1: Oh, I mean, if Stidham were the quarterback of the Patriots, I would definitely have won that bet. You just, you got extreme, just like you got lucky on the bet uh, this week, you got extremely lucky that they were able to sign Cam for nothing uh, and suddenly have like an MVP level quarterback uh, with that defense. That changed a lot. I, the Bucks would almost certainly have a higher win total than the Patriots had Cam not signed with them. That was a, and I said, I tweeted it at the time. I said, uh-oh, that's not good for me and my bet but uh i i think that i think brady looks okay i think the bucks defense is good and they'll still win nine or ten games i just think the patriots may win 11 or 12 games that's the that's the only problem
0: yeah what, how weird is the the ronald jones thing man he get, he's just I mean, what because of a mismanaged handoff and suddenly it's, it's for net that i know that you have jones a lot and you, you're aggressive you said you would have been like a third rounder or whatever What well, that's just been a total disaster huh
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not that bad because I got him in like the sixth, seventh. I got him the seventh and the sixth where I got him. So, you know, after week one, I thought he should have been a third rounder because he looked great and he's on a good team uh, against a tough defense. But yeah, he had one weird mishandled handoff and then Fournette played well and then not only cemented the job with that 46 yard touchdown run, but backdoored the cover against me. You know, I was I had the Panthers plus like seven and a half or eight and they were up seven and he just got that. You know, tack on touchdown, too. so that that was doubly bad. So that was annoying. But
0: so you know, all these bets, you're going to owe me another hundred in a couple of weeks too. with LeBron.
1: Yeah. You're talking about?
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, tough titles, man. How long ago when we stopped at that? We had some tacos on the way to uh, to labor. Probably what? How long ago was that, man? Twelve years time. ago?
1: I don't know. It was when he had one title. I don't know how many titles he had at the time. Yeah, one or zero. Yeah. Well. So and then we made the over under LeBron career titles three and a half, but there was a dumb bet for me because. You could get paid at any time, and I would have to wait you know another five years, probably at least because he could do like a you know when he 's forty just tag tag along to like the the young team and and get a ring that way, so that was kind of stupid i shouldn 't have made that bet, but it is what it is I honor my bets we 're actually pretty close in that you might owe me a hundred, but i 've been dropping in that baseball.
0: League, oh, I know I just horrible, uh, horrible, horrible roster moves in that too. is frustrating because I, I made so some terrible roster
1: moves. Too. I made some oh, huge yeah, good mistakes. Good, good. I, I like took Mike Miner out of my lineup last week when he was ball, when he had a great week. And uh, instead I subbed in Taiwan Walker who got absolutely shelled. And I, I made a huge amount of mistakes. And now I'm like on the ropes. I was ahead of Masato who now is going to win hundred bucks for me. Probably not. It's not definite, but probably. And I just, you know, you know, I have made some was? bad moves. I,
0: yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what your other problem was. I, I heard you bragging about this before I went on the XM show. You were talking to Jeff and a producer before, you know, like before <laughs> we went on air saying Dalton and and, and Mike's going to owe me a hundred dollars. Uh, each. So that, that was your problem counting it before, I, but I, it may not be strong I, enough to jinx Mike and it's still four points down, but it's, it's been still moving a lot, but I'm I definitely have my eye on that one. And uh,
1: I've got more upside than downside in that league, but uh, you know, I, I screwed it up and anything can happen in five days. So I, I really blew it I mean it's just so dumb I said on Twitter That I would take DeGrom With the first pick And then I For some reason Took Cody Bellinger And if I just took DeGrom Instead of Bellinger My second pick was Devers Who's been good And then my third pick was Freddie Freeman Who had COVID He slipped to the third round And was like Oh you can't take him In the third round He's COVID He's going to win MVP That guy
0: so okay. you got Blackman in like the eighth round or something. Yeah.
1: Although Blackman's been terrible. He, he was hitting 400 and now he may not hit 300. He's been like the Uh-oh, worst player. I didn't
0: actually have, I don't have him anywhere. So I didn't realize. No,
1: he job. collapsed. He totally collapsed. He had the delayed onset COVID. Unfortunately, I tried to draft the COVID guys. So I thought people are going to overreact and they did. And then,
0: I have Shane Bieber, Clayton Kershaw and Bauer. And yet still, uh, cause
1: you're hitting it so bad. You're like, Oh, what a surprise. You just drafted all pitchers for six rounds.
0: Debating Josh bell and Jose Abreu though. Now I've looked at a couple things. I still think pitchers the way to go. Like I just had a I just of whatever it could go. It could have gone either way. I still think pitchers are the way to go next year. I, I'm certainly going to remain that way. You are you not?
1: No, I should have just done what I was going to do, which was take a pitcher. I should have just taken DeGrom and then I, you know, I screwed, I was going to take Kluber, Gray and Bauer, two of those three. And I chose Gray and Kluber. I think you got Bauer in between, but if I take Bauer there, you may take Kluber, whoever, and I end up with Sonny Gray. And, you know, then I end up with a great team. So there are a yeah, couple of points. Right. There's a yeah, couple sure. of, there's a couple of points like that. There were things like uh, in the second round, you know, I took Bellinger and I was like, Oh, uh, Bieber's the highest ranked guy coming back. And I was like, now, maybe I'll wait for Kershaw in round three. You took Bieber and Kershaw, so I didn't get either of those guys. And I was like, all right, I'll take Freddie Freeman, which worked out great. But I just should have taken a pitcher in the first round, which I said I would. And then just the rest of my draft, I, you know, there were a couple inflection points where I might have done the right thing. And I still got Lance Lanceland. I still got Keiko late and Wainwright I picked. Up. I mean, I, I still, If I just had DeGrom, I'd probably be, you know, fighting for closer to first place.
0: The interesting thing to me is where you draft the uh, the closers. Um, like, do you do hater again in round three? No, I don't know. It's
1: no, just... four. It was four, uh, but yeah.
0: no. Well, I mean, in the fifteen teams, he was going to the three. Sorry, the fifteen. No,
1: teams. I, I don't. The closers were terrible. I mean, the closers. It was the exact opposite. There were so many available in on waivers. <laughs> so much over, uh, turnover that it was insane to have drafted a closer high. I mean, if, if you got Liam Hendricks or something, it, it panned out, but on average those closers were terrible investments this year
0: yeah well all of them then were then if you're gonna because the ones yeah i mean Hader didn't even rack up the uh the save amount either he, he raised out. like four he didn't even really help he had one you. horrible outing yeah you yeah, know he walked five batters and one outing with th- throwing a strike it seemed like but um uh, yeah no yeah i don't know what to make of that yeah i guess just but i hate playing the, the i burned so much fab too though and on guys that only lasted a week too so i, I don't know the answer to that and then in the big you know you you can't you can't ignore it in the big overall contest. So I don't know. I still still don't know what to do with that.
1: Yeah. If I, yeah, I made so many errors. It's funny though. I mean, it's, it's obvious after the fact what you should have done, like after you see how the players did, but I was thinking of the exact players I should have got, but I just, I don't know what happened to me. I, I don't know why the Bellinger pick was just stupid. I just let my, that's sucked in by groupthink or something i don't know what projection
0: not. systems were very bullish treated him like a superstar like you know like he was money in the bank uh trout level production uh, well he,
1: he did in 2019 but it's not that and maybe if he had a full year he would have you know he still had like nine or 10 home runs and a couple of steals but it's just i should have got the pitcher at that level and and i always do that i get a pitcher in the first or second at least one and then you get a bunch of hitting and you, and you get a couple pitchers in like the seventh or eighth to supplement that first guy i mean it's just you, you got to get one of the star pitchers and i knew that and for some reason i just didn't do it and you know it's the difference between it's only 200 bucks it wasn't like the team was going to win the whole thing or anything
0: it would have been you know just solid the Grom's a monster do you know the uh byron buxton slash line this season what is it Man, how can I – I don't know how to make you do the guessing game here, but it's pretty awesome. He's like
1: 280, 290, 600 or something.
0: Yeah, it's it's even more extreme than it is, 268, 276, 610. Yeah, exactly. So he has a near 900 OPS when he's getting on base 27% of the time. I mean, that's that's pretty wild. And he just walked, too. It was more extreme than that. But he had a second walk to make it 31 strikeouts, two walks. But 13 bombs – I mean, well, yeah. How many stolen bases does he have though? Only one. That's and how really many does Victor Robles have? Like three. Oh my I got, dude, 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 negative. I mean, whatever that guy's the absolute worst. I targeted him in so my, got, after going picture heavy and I wanted him in round five uh, in many that, uh,
1: yeah, that's who Four I got in our league. So I got bucks in and Robles. I'm like, I'm good on steals. I'm fine. Yeah. I should be fine on steals. I got those two guys, yeah. man. <laughs> it's a yeah. total win. Oh, I got hater and Kimbrel and Sean Doolittle. I'm good on saves. I should be fine. You know, like the things I actually paid up for, I didn't get. It's a miracle that I'm still ahead of you. You must have really done some stupid stuff. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, there's some, some Josh Bells, Ahmed Rosario's, uh, Ryan bronze, uh, Garcia, just named the players that are just awful. Nick Senzel, um, Justin Turner. They're just not all the bus. What are you going to do? I don't really know what, what to say to that, but, um, what do you want to talk about next? Uh, politics um, anything jump 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 out to you football what do you
1: want Talk. we can talk some football but I've talked so much football you know on every other outlet I don't really know man politics I think we're sort of the calm before the storm like everyone knows the shit shows coming but I don't know the petty controversies of the day I don't really have them
0: Sorry, you have, me, you have me annoyed here. Just, sorry, there's players that I – Andrew Benetini on this uh, other team. Jose Leclerc, Jose uh, – Joe Jimenez. Sorry, I dropped so many people. CJ Krohn was absolutely rakey, looked like a steal, but up, out for the season, done there. Um, the Molina one was a fun thing of me playing chicken, leaving him in my lineup for three weeks, and then removing him and, uh, and losing him. Starling Castro w- was, was a great mid-20-round pick, out for the season, um, anyway, so, so shit like that is, is what happened here. But James Paxton was another guy. Uh, Paxton the season, had him so. in the other Ahmed Rosario was like a 22, like whatever young mid guys, like absolute, like could be 30 or whatever, 2020, like top of the order Mets, like future superstar. Like uh, he's the absolute worst. Like, I mean, he's like a negative Josh bell has just been truly like atrocious. Like I said, I, deb- I remember I flipped the coin. But I told you uh, not to draft Josh bell that he was terrible. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you should tell all the projection systems that had that and, and stat cast when he was 99th percentile and all that stuff last year. I, I I don't know. Maybe I should have learned how to predict when that stuff's going to stop. So, how, so are you about, how are you feeling
1: about, how you feeling about all the uh, preseason predictions stat cast stuff for football? Like Minshew's terrible. Who else was? who else did it like that,
0: that stuff? Well, I told you that I think that the Ben Baldwin was, uh, I think that I've underrated systems big time. Like Josh Allen, is now suddenly gone past happy the most and now runs the most play action and um, is the most motion and stuff. And I think I I totally uh, overrated that and just should care more about system 1,000% for 1,000% made a mistake with that. And it should just care more all about just systems and less about the players, um, I I would say. This would be a big lesson learned.
1: So now you think the primary thing is not the talent of the individual but the function he serves, basically.
0: Prob, I mean, prob, I mean, it's all, it's all primary. Pe- I mean, it's all pieces of puzzle or whatever. But yeah, I would say overrate, overrated. um That how that person performed in that environment that that year. Because I mean, it was, was it, always as we talked: is it descriptive or predictive? And I was never saying that that was for sure going to be predictive. I, but I do think it's, it explains what has happened so far. And there are some interesting things with the next gen stats going on. So far this year, or or maybe not to you. Maybe they're not interesting, and it's just noise. But I, don't I, don't I don't know. I
1: don't know yet. That's what I was trying to say. Is like, are these things predictive, right? I was like, okay, he's got a CPOA of this, he's got a this, and then I was like, all right. Well, somebody put some numbers to something. But do they? Is it going to show me who the next great quarterback is, or I'm going to avoid some huge bust? You know. And then if it is just descriptive, well, we know that the guy sucked if he sucked, right? Like, we know if a guy sucked. But if they're trying to say, well, Minshew, even though his cosmetic numbers were good, he actually sucked, then then it's got to be predictive because, like, if it's not predictive, how can you describe? What are you describing? Why are you? Why is
0: yours more? And now now Minshew's third this year, behind only Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson, (laughs) (laughs) as that that thing. So right, and then the other question is: it
1: sticky? Is the metric sticky? That's the other thing, right? Is it random year to year? I think these metrics have a long way to go because they don't. The system is probably. The system's more like opportunity, right? In the DFS, these guys all learned, just get the guy who's going to get 12 targets this game. Don't worry about how good he is or how tough the cornerback is that's covering him. Just get the guy that's going to get 12. That's like the first thing, and everything else is secondary yeah. to that. But that's kind of boring, right? That's like a really boring way to to draft a fantasy football team. Like, don't you want the guy who's going to be amazing? Don't you want the Jonathan Taylor and the, 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 the good players that you want to watch? Like, in some sense, it's like, well... This guy, I don't really like. It's like those guys who drafted Fournette last year, who were like, "Yeah, you know, he just gets all the work, though."
0: Couple things. So, so Brady has not looked great. I mean, so Br- Brady has not looked looked look super great this Maybe he will uh, moving forward, and he hasn't been totally washed. But Brady has not looked great. Uh, Wentz has not looked great, to say the least. Uh, Wentz is the, terrible. Oh my things god. Things were down on on them. Th- those two players. Um, and uh, the one, I guess, mildly interesting thing is probably just noise but the one weird thing of this year is that uh bottom three are expected haskins wentz and drew Brees. i don't think that's that shocking how he's played but the fourth worst uh cpae is is mahomes and then like sam darnold jeff driscoll drew lock you know the scrubs so that's interesting mahomes has never been super into the accuracy it's been more like the big play but um even like just looking at ypa or whatever it's, you know, whatever it's just two games but i don't know if that if that's that's just the one weird thing that would would stand out but whatever whatever it's uh, probably all meaningless anyway yeah
1: you know the, it's Wittgenstein's ruler it's if your ruler what, what's the thing it's the ruler doesn't just measure the thing the thing measures the ruler so if your measurement is showing that pat mahomes is played as a bottom four
0: quarterback James has had two bad two games like it doesn't matter right he probably has been bad Mahomes these two games you know what I mean I don't think so
1: he's got five TDs and no picks he's run for 54 yards on six carries he's scrambled not
0: measuring any of that okay so
1: I mean but that's decisive you know he's making good decisions not forcing the ball they're two and oh so we got them to you know he got the win so he did what he had to do there's no way he's played as a bottom four quarterback
0: yeah, no, no, I'm not saying no. I'm not just, just the accuracy level. Like I said, you might, you
1: might be, you know, have played like the 13th best quarterback or something. I could yeah. buy that. But like, again, like it's the victim's son's ruler. It's thing itself measures the ruler. So if your ruler's giving you absurd results, then maybe it's the ruler that's broken, not the thing. Yeah, no, there are,
0: there are other measures. Like I said, he does a lot more value than with his accuracy. So that's just one measure for that. But that was just uh, in only two games. I was just curious if uh, it is weird, though. He's also not. Uh, throwing the ball downfield at all either like he usually does so this is interesting um all right so you you brought up the four net that's what i was going to say devonta freeman man i i i saw him go for like 75 dollars in a couple leagues last night um you're you're a giants fan i'm uh i'm a little perplexed but tell me why i'm wrong i won't i won't tell you you're wrong i i
1: don't understand it Uh, Deion Lewis is still there I didn't read anything that Deion Lewis is going to lose the starting job. It's not going to be the third down guy at least. So you've got an early down guy who's slow, hasn't been good in like three years, injury prone, past his prime on a bad offense with a bad offensive line. I don't I don't really see the case. I mean, I understand like if you don't have a running back, you need to put someone in that slot. He'll probably get some carries, you know, but I don't know. I have a, I have a hard time. I didn't really want really any of the giants running backs? I bid big on Mike Davis.
0: Yeah. It's only four
1: weeks, but it's like, all right, I'll take him for four weeks.
0: Especially in PPR man, they throw it to him. What? Eight, eight of eight, they secured all eight targets or whatever. You know, I like Mike Davis. Yeah. I mean,
1: as far as those guys, I mean, obviously you're hoping to get Darrell Henderson or somebody, if you can, Jarek McKinnon, but those guys in any competitive league that I'm in, those guys are gone. I can't get those guys on waivers. So.
0: Yeah. What a mess. Um, well, who'd you say before the, uh, Darrell, oh, the, the yeah, Rams Anderson. situation? Yeah, what a what a joke. Yeah, that's a that's a problem. Yeah, the uh, the even uh, the most points per game scored in the first two weeks, I guess, since the merger, uh, whatever that means. But that's uh, that's been something to follow along.
1: Yeah, you know it's funny. This guy JJ Zachariasen, late round QB or something, is, is his handle. I saw a tweet by him. I didn't think much of it at the time. I noted it, but he said that after like a strike year or some year that like there was no training camp for some reason, uh, the defenses got destroyed and he's like, expect some really bad defense in the first couple of games. Mm -hmm. And most people expected offenses to be out of sync because you know, offense is timing defense is disrupting timing. So you'd think there wasn't practice. Then it was the offenses that would be behind, but I don't know what his reasoning was, but I just saw the tweet and I just sort of, I just remembered it. And, uh, so far he's been right. Defense has gotten shredded.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and the injuries uh, also could be part of the same thing, right? Like, this is this is without preseason, oh, possibly. Sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, Stefani so, Bell thinks it probably is, so right. seems like it makes sense. It just, I just talk so much about football and shit, like waiver wire and shit. It's like, how many fucking times? You know, like on yeah, Tuesday, I think it's like waiver wire Tuesday. It's like, cool. okay, who are the guys? You know, it's like everybody's picking up the same fucking guys. And everybody knows the exact same shit. You know what I mean? Like everybody knows who everybody is. I'll give you a sleeper though, a guy that I like, yeah. Nicole Hardman, because Sammy Watkins looks like he got concussed. I don't know what the result is yet, but it just—it's just, just going to take like one thing. Just get this guy in the lineup. He always makes a play when he's in the lineup.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a sleeper if you don't go bid against me in our league together. I can't promise you that. Okay, then never mind. He shouldn't. T-
1: t- you don't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it if I were you. I probably already have a higher bid than you on this mm-hmm. guy anyway. Probably not. Right.
0: Let's right. move on to the games then. Okay. All right.
1: All right. Dolphins plus three at Jaguars.
0: Um. Yeah. Okay. So I love him. This opened at two and a half, but um. Gardner Minshew is balling. As I said, I'm a big believer in Minshew. Uh, no, seriously, actually he is playing really well. And that defense isn't a uh, big of a joke as it seems. And James Robinson's good. And um. I, I laid the points here.
1: I did too, but I don't like it anymore. I was I, like you, I saw it at two and a half. I made it four. So I was like, okay, three, it's still, Bet, but then DJ Chark is questionable now, and 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 Fitzpatrick is like Fitzpatrick he's like,
0: will have a he has a good game in him. He's due for a good game. He's for just sure. like Minshew.
1: He's like the Minshew of the Dolphins. He's the same thing. He's like an older Minshew. It's the same style of play. Yeah. So good I don't know. I wouldn't use it, but I, I, I took the Jaguars too.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think Mike, Mike Isiki is Mike is going to start going off. He leads all tight ends in air yards and he plays a slot like 90% of the time. And he just had a slow game in new England. So, uh, there, there, that's my fantasy tidbit of this one. I think he's going to go start, start having some big games.
1: Well, he just had one this last
0: week. I, right. I think it's going to continue. Like I think he's top five here on out is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, he might be
1: Raiders plus six at Pat's
0: um i took the packs here they just i mean coming off that loss they just obviously cam looks good in that defense uh, raiders are are, are are for sure a, a much better team than i originally anticipated but i thought that even before last week and i don't know if you saw the gruden uh video of him chanting afterward with his team man it's pretty cool i i do like rooting for gruden as much as i giving you a hard time too it's a pretty cool uh footage of him getting fired up with his team in the locker room afterward but give me patriots here
1: yeah, I made this, uh, almost made this my best bet. I made it my survivor pick, and we had Rufus on today. And I said, What's I heard your this. Oh, I said, It's three. I said, Three? Are you kidding me, man? I made it my survivor pick. But he said, He hasn't adjusted really his numbers for Cam yet. So it's as almost as if they have like generic QB, not Cam Newton. So I think, you know, that's that's a big difference. But the uh, Raiders cross country, short week coming off a big emotional home win, opening the stadium against a really good team. I think this is the Patriots are going to take care of them.
0: Okay. So possibly use that. I would use them. I would definitely use them. Okay, cool. Uh,
1: Bill Rams plus two and a half at bills. We both took the bills. I don't love this. I thought it should be three and it's two and a half. That's my only
0: Total stay away for me. I was dumb doubting the Rams in Philly. Rams may be really good, but so made the bills. So uh, yeah, total stay away for me. Yeah, me too. All right. Tex Texans- Bell's really confident, by the way. He's made some some comments about how he thinks the Rams will easily win this and he's in on them. And man, maybe I, I thought that team was, was kind of fading, but they they look really good. And McVay just draws his plays up where Higby's wide open. It's, it's They're impressed, but so, so are the bills. So let's stay away.
1: Yeah, bills have a good defense too. Texans plus four, it's Steelers. We both took like the Steelers. I mean, I, you know, like I like to buy the desperate animal with a good quarterback too, buy him low, but like this is only four and this, I, I made this line six. I thought it might be seven and I'd be on the Texans, but it's four. I got to take the Steelers, man.
0: Steelers defense is so good. I would you I would consider using them if you liked them enough. Yeah. I, I think it lines,
1: they'll be like our fourth or fifth. I, I'm, okay. I, I don't love going against the desperate animal. And laying more than a field goal, but, but I might. Awesome. All right. Niners minus four at giants. We both took the giants. I mean, the giants suck, but like the niners are just, they don't even want to play this game. Uh, Stefani thought Kittle would sit out because it's just not worth it on the turf, you know, to just give him one more week.
0: So, yeah, it's going to be Nick Mullins. Big Dick Nick is going to be taking over. Yeah, I, I took the points, but I don't think, I don't know. You could just see the, the Niners defense doing well, too. I don't know. I took the points. Do you want to use them?
1: No, but okay. I don't want to yeah. use the Giants. So they, they covered, they heroically covered last week, but they don't look good. Danny Dimes did not look good against the Bears. The defense is bad. They're only good player. Right? They have two good players, although Slayton dropped the ball. They have Slayton and James Bradbury. They're the only two good players on the Giants right now.
0: I think Slayton's going to ball now. Oh, now. yeah. Sheppard, I think so, Barkley. too. I've got him everywhere. i, he I got him out everywhere. Out of control, good. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right. Nice. I got yeah. him everywhere. That's Ingram awesome. will be good, too, if he can stay healthy. Uh, yeah, Ingram's, Ingram's really terrible. Well.
1: Ingram's terrible.
0: Okay. He's not a good football
1: player. Titans minus two and a half at Vikings. This was, I made the line two and a half. This is a total coin flip. I took the Vikings. You took the
0: Titans. Yeah, I went back and forth on this coin flip for me, too. I think I'm is bitter about the Cousins and Vikings last week, but I can see them playing far better. So, uh, yeah, no clue on that one.
1: All right. Uh, football team plus seven at the Browns. I took the football team. I think that Haskins sucks, but I just can't lay seven with the Browns.
0: Yeah. I switched a couple uh, five minutes after I sent to you last night. And this is I, apparently I went off both your picks, but I went with the Browns. I think they set up well, just running. And I know the Washington's defense is good, but Haskins is bad. So I went with Cleveland, but whatever. I went back and forth.
1: So Mario tweeted about it. He said, you know, Kyler Murray gave them a lot of problems. Cause he's so fast. Like they'd get through, but he got around them. He's like, Baker Mayfield's not gonna be able to do that. And I was like, and worse, he's going to try, you know, Baker thinks he's fast. He like runs around, tries to scramble. And he's just not that good of an athlete. So he gets crushed or he throws an interception. Whereas like the actual scrambling QBs yeah, can absolutely. evade some of these rushes.
0: Yeah. So I just think they'll win, but you though know, with Nick Chubb and, and Hunt, but yeah, if he starts trying to throw it, it's going to be problems. But yeah, and I don't feel confident about that one either. All right.
1: Bengals plus six at Eagles. Uh, I took the bangle. So did you, I mean, uh, you know, the Eagles, they can't be laying six until they show up. Right. I mean, this just
0: ridiculous. Totally. But you also wouldn't be shocked if they got right and you know, it had some, some big blowout, but, but yes, got to take the points here.
1: Yeah. It's like they could, but I'm not going to assume that's going to happen because they don't, they don't deserve credit for being a good team yet.
0: Oh no, yeah. Wentz looks off. Yeah. And, and Jalen Rager just got hurt. He's out multiple weeks. Oh, we got hurt again. I thought I was a
1: genius for taking him, and then he was playing in week one. I was like, "Yes, was a genius pick. A stupid pick. It's a waste of a pick." Yeah, he's he's, yeah. All right, Jets plus ten and a half at Colts. I made the line nine and a half or something. I took the Jets. You got the Colts. Rufus made this line five and a half.
0: I heard that. I know. And I'm also going to talk to you about this because I'm, I'm leaning toward them in survivor. And I know it's such a high percentage, but I'm really just fading gaze. And just the more you, they can't make any adjustments and they're just really, it's, I do not want to back Philip rivers here. Believe me. I don't feel great about it, but I, I just think the gaze fade is, is, is more powerful, but I could be wrong.
1: The rivers versus gaze. It's a real, it's a chess match of pawn versus pawn. You know, it's like, uh, it's tough. I don't, I'm not going to go as far as Rufus because I kind of agree with what you're saying, but I made a line nine. That's my highest one. But if I, I did the numbers and at 46%, it's about even. Um, I did the survivor column. It's not like a slam dunk to fade the Colts, but I ended up thinking, who am I going to fade? And, and Vegas would have said, take the Browns, who I don't trust at all. So I ended up thinking, what team do I trust? And I guess I trust the Patriots at home facing a Raiders team on the short week coming off the big. Yeah, win. I don't think
0: that's crazy at all. Coming off a loss too. Yeah. And uh, Patriots come up. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't argue with that at all. So you're saying the math though is not overwhelming. You're not a total uh, donkey for taking the Colts.
1: No, because well, okay. So the best Vegas has the Browns at 75% to win and the Colts at like 83%. And we do the math. The risk ratio is 1.62. In other words, there's like a 1.6 to one greater chance of a Colts win, browns lose then browns win colts lose right like the two they're, they're the only ones that matters because the colts win and browns win or colts lose and browns lose it's the same thing it doesn't matter which one you took so it's when one wins and the other loses and if you compare those two scenarios it's 1.6 times as likely that it's a colts win browns loss than the reverse does that make sense Yes, okay. And then you look at the equity in your pool and you say if there's 100 people in your pool and everybody put in 10 bucks, there's $1,000 in the pool. So you start out with $10 in equity. If you win the pool, you have $1,000 in equity. Well, given how many teams are expected to lose, 6% took the Browns and there are 14 other te- people that would be expected to lose on other teams based on the numbers. So 20 people would lose. So eighty. So $1,000, which is the pool, divided by the 80 people left would be $12.50 each. So you'd start with 10, you'd have twelve fifty but if you took the browns and the colts lost 46 people would lose with the colts 14 more on other teams so there'd be 40 people left 60 would lose so a thousand divided by 40 is 25 so the reward ratio is two to one double you get paid twice as much equity for a browns win colts loss than colts win browns loss and your risk is only 1.6 times as bad
0: yeah, or is that you. just like
1: you're just spacing out? Like, yeah, whatever. No, I hear what
0: you're saying. I hear what you're saying. So it's yeah. No, I got you.
1: You calculate the the, the likelihood that you know you get the good scenario versus the bad, and obviously the favored, more favored team is always going to be more likely. And you do the ratio between those two possibilities, and then you calculate how many people would be left in a pool of X size. That's easy to calculate in each scenario, and that's your reward. That's that's you know how much equity you'd have.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: If you thought the Colts should be like 14 point favorites or something like that. And instead of 83%, like 90% that it's a, you know, 90, 10 game, then you would, then you wouldn't mess with it. You would just stay on the Colts even with the ownership. Anyway, kind of digressed a bit, but uh, we're not using this one. Obviously you took the Colts Panthers plus six and a half at chargers
0: oh man what a weird situation with herbert who looked awesome i don't understand every single thing i read thought he was going to be a, a scrub in the nfl looked like a baller immediately um I, I, I took the chargers but this was another tough one for me
1: me too i made it seven to six and a half it's just like laying seven with the chargers sounds crazy to me but here i am uh <laughs> all right lions plus six at cardinals
0: Oh, no, this is another one I changed. So I went to Lions. They've been so bad. Only team in NFL history to lose four straight games in which they held a double digit lead, Patricia. But, man, if Galladay can come back, and I, Arizona, maybe their defense is pretty good. And I'm a believer in Murray, but I don't know. I feel like a backdoor cover. The, man, the over-under is jumping up to 55 in this game. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, I took the Cardinals, but I don't feel strongly about it. I, I could see Stafford hanging around or backdooring it, like you said. Uh, Bucks minus six at Broncos. It felt like the Bucks might be good, but there's a lot to lay on the road and like a mile high, you know, long trip it seemed like a little too much.
0: Yeah. Maybe Driscoll's awful and no Sutton, but um, I, I would use this if you, if you wanted to, I think that's a big, big home dog, six points for the Tampa Bay. This continues each week to be treated like their elite team. Um, I don't know if it's the Navy Maybe with Evans and Godwin back, they will, they will have a big game, but I, I like, the, I like the Broncos here.
1: I like them too. I, I, I guess we could use it. I'm mean, not one of my top ones just because you know, the Broncos are pretty banged up Cowboys plus four and a half yeah. at the Seahawks. I would use this one at first. I, I made yeah, this line seven, but, yeah. but you're the one who talks about Prescott's home road splits. And it totally came true last week and on the road against Russell Wilson. Give me the Seahawks.
0: Yeah, what a soft team. Luckily, the Atlanta didn't uh, know the onside rules or they were going to lose, uh, yeah, this, that the defense. And Seattle looks so good, and they pass heavy now. So I'm with you. Sure, no fight No fight here. Okay. That's another high over-under, 55 and a half, man. Yeah, there's a lot of huge ones.
1: Packers plus three at Saints. This is my best bet, the Saints. They're just better than the Packers, I think, and they're at home, and I just, this is just, uh, it should be like six, this line
0: okay so sure totally we can use it uh it's your best bet even though i'm on the opposite side when i sent it to you though it was three and a half um however i, I definitely do disagree with you here and i might just be overrating the first two weeks and, and the saints could could turn in an a game for sure in prime time at home uh i just worry that you know drew Brees isn't right no michael thomas but then again no Devonte adams is a possibility um i hear you okay it's your best bet sure yeah, I, the green I'm- base looked far better man and Brees could be done that's all i gotta say he could
1: be done, and I, I think he has been the stinking dunker for a while. But that's what they do, you know. They just throw those. It's not like he doesn't have an injury. I'm, I'm looking at three. It was three when I posted it, but it uh, must have moved down. But it's three now for sure. Breeze isn't asked to do anything that requires much athleticism. I guess there's a little bit of like got to be quick in the pocket, and but it's short throws. It's not. It's not hard. And then finally, Chiefs plus three and a half at Ravens. You got the Ravens that's your best bet, I got the chiefs if you want to use it, we can. I just think like three and a half with the chiefs is'm not going to turn that down
0: yeah i I struggled to my original instinct was totally that Mahomes in more than a field goal, but this Baltimore has looked like the better team they 're at home um, why is this it just because of the half um, uh, Mahomes, <laughs> he'll probably uh, dominate there but man baltimore's defense is just so much better and they're at home and that offense just looks unstoppable so uh I, I did not have a strong best bet this week i thought the lines were super tight um but um but yeah that's what i settled with it just felt felt like a contrarian I, I i said this to myself i said i bet you that i'm the only one in staff picks who took the ravens am i right on that no
1: nope. three out of five okay. took the ravens
0: oh interesting all right no so i'm and- the, i'm just the the with the majority
1: yeah, you're just the nutless conventional wisdom guy. And even Rufus Peabody has the Ravens as four point four point favorites.
0: Okay. well, He's just sh- whatever. I like it good. Whatever. He's smart. Okay.
1: Yeah. Now Rufus, I, I really, I, I really like his methodology. It's very just simple, and it it seems so contrarian. But it, I like, I like having my own instincts and then hearing what his numbers say, because it's just like a good. And if they line up, it's usually pretty good.
0: Yeah. No, if I like, like listening to that segment too. No, I, I listen. If you get, if you get no.
1: both, you know, it's like you get like the numbers and you get sort of the feel like last week I picked the Colts. It seemed like a weird pick. Sometimes you just like, you just feel that contrarian, like, okay, they look terrible. Let's take them now. The saints, I don't know. The saints are more because they used to be good. But sometimes I just have a, get a feel for a team that you're like, it's just time for this team to play better than it than it has it doesn't always work but when you get a few of those you're like yeah you're just picking out that that odd team that that's why the jaguars worry me because the dolphins feel like a team that's going to just yeah. show up this week somehow and
0: yeah. you know beat them. the eagles were a team i've had that feel with last yeah. week so all right so patriots seahawks and, and saints and
1: then and then patriots what? seahawks saints if you want the ravens you can have them i'm not like huge on the Chiefs. so i just but patriots seahawks saints oh we didn't talk about the falcons bears we skipped that one did not we
0: Oh yeah, we did Bears uh, um, three
1: and a half. five. I took the Falcons, I, I don't feel that strongly.
0: Yeah. I went back and forth on that one. I took the, I took the bears of the defense, but ah, uh, yeah. Falcons are so weird. They could. Yeah. I, that's a tough one. Uh, Trubisky has been league average at defense is a lot better. It's more than the three, but I could see Atlanta at home. Yeah. Stay away from me.
1: All right. So we got Pats, Seahawks and saints. I would then, use, I would use the Steelers, but I have a, I have a feeling like that feeling about the Texans, like showing up all of a sudden. Uh, right. and then
0: mm-hmm. right. Broncos uh, maybe.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing about the Broncos is I don't really love it, but it was such a clear pick for me. Like when I saw the line, I was like Broncos. Like it wasn't even, I was like bucks minus three or something bucks minus three and a half, something like that. You know, I, I six is too much. So let's go Broncos Seahawks Saints
0: Patriots and either the Ravens or the Steelers. We can see what line comes out. We could talk, finalize it on XM. All right. Why don't we do that? Ravens or Steelers.
1: Yeah, one of those two. Cool. All right, man. You got anything else going on in your life?
0: Um, no, my daughter went back to going back to school for the like full time for the first time this week. And, uh, you know, so far, uh, yeah, hasn't been a catastrophe yet but i'm just kind of waiting for to see how that goes uh how, what about uh, the situation over there has it been it's been two weeks right
1: yes yeah, sasha's in school she's happy to be back in school and so far so good you know we're getting a dog sunday oh like a puppy heather's it's a uh, dachshund okay. and it's a very small one a miniature one long hair and uh we just got all like the dog treats and the you know the dog got this organic dog food it's very expensive man heather's like this is too much money it's like he's like gonna be better fed than like you know humans and uh you know sasha's crazy excited she's playing with all the dog toys now because she's like ready for it so you know it's gonna be a change to have this animal in the house but it's cool you know it's gonna be like we gotta like potty train it and stuff which is not gonna be fun but is what it is
0: yeah. I got my, my wife is dealing with the, with the in the middle of the night potty training and she's not liking it with ours, but, um, yeah, that's it'll we'll be, be fun. Sasha will love it.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. That's what, that's what's going on here. You know, I want to see a pic. Send me a pic. When you get. I will, we get it. It's good. It's like a tie. It's tiny. Like it's like, nice. Nice.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I can't, uh, yeah, nothing. This, this time flies by now, you know, get a new routine and football season is I'm sure you're in yourself too. And it's, uh, about it i um i recommend not much to recommend this week I, I, I watched molly's game i'd never seen that so i'm in a poker mood the only thing i'll recommend is uh there was a wired story about your your guy mike possle oh, and uh, an update on his situation it's called uh i don't know the poker cheating what is it it's wired the cheating scandal that ripped the poker world apart so uh, it's a, it's your guy mike possle so my god that would be something to check out but uh good, yeah, friend, of, yeah, good friend, yeah. friend of mine yeah, for
1: sure.
0: Um, so that's all this. Hopefully we... Uh, yeah, we'll talk... Well, right I'll next. tell you one last My thing. List. I'll so leave not, with one thing. Yeah. I had a bit of an epiphany.
1: It's very simple. Most people... I've been having these like now and then. But I had this epiphany that like, you know, time is moving really fast, right? Like as you said, like you get busy. The NFL season, we're already week three, just flying by. And, you know, you're getting older and your life is slipping away. And you're and it gets faster every decade you get older because I, I think the theory is that you... Each year is a smaller and smaller percentage of your life, right? When you're one, a year is 100% of your life. When you're two, a year is 50% of your life. And it gets smaller and smaller as you go. But I was saying, because time's always flying so fast, you should be, you know, the, the idea of compound interest. Like, you know, invest in something that's compound interest that over time is making you money. But everyone knows that. But you should have investments in things that compound over time. Like, plant some seeds in your windowsill, man. You know, it's like just things that grow over time. You'll have fruit or vegetables within a couple of months. Just things that take time. You should have something that time is on your side with, I guess is what I'm saying. And money, everybody knows, but there's nowhere to put your money. There's zero percent interest. So find uh, things that grow. You know, Whether you have a kid, a dog, some plants, I guess living things are the thing, but it, I don't know, it's gonna sound very uh, obvious, but my epiphany was time is moving whether you like it or not. So have some things that are uh, accruing value to you naturally that, that easily accrue value over time.
0: I do have an area in my backyard, especially since my, uh, where my other dog died, uh, where I could plant some, um, some, some, some sort of fruits and vegetables that I should do. know, I really should take advantage of that. Um, a couple of quick things before we go Liz. Uh, I, I looked into the, the shellfish situation that you got there cause I'm really into the, the seafood and I wasn't sure the omega ratio with those and, uh, and, lobster and and, and Uh, crab are both very, very good. It's all the key is getting the the three to six ratio and those not quite salmon level or whatever, but, um, I wasn't sure when you brought that up, but crab and lobster are both super healthy as well and really good with the omega three to six ratio and also all your shit talking has me looking here main event i'm in with a bunch of just sharks ryan bloomfield vlad sedler toby Batflip crazy maddie davis uh, rob silver's in this one chris fessler won all before and i'm in second place with four days to go here with a ton of catastrophe 15 team main event so my baseball team has not been it's not i just don't want it to be representative whatever league i'm in with you because lately it's been it's been rough <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's bad but. luck
1: it's good luck when you're in, although my football one that we're in now i, I thought oh look at this dominant wide receiver every team i drafted and that one is yeah. that's not looking very strong well i'm not up to a great start with
0: that one either so that's what i'm saying but uh, we'll uh, we'll see some time's going but niners catastrophic injuries facing that this is really brutal list it's week three garoppolo moster Kittle, and saquon barkley uh nick bosa whatever are all out and that's it sucks man fresh but i guess it could be you know what i actually did have an epiphany like you had just different couple days i'm like you know what do you seriously think about like a month ago when all those baseball teams were testing positive it looked like such a long shot that baseball was going to go another week let alone finish and think about football these guys are in each other's faces like it really is kind of crazy that we're we're bitching about injuries in our fantasy team right now really well
1: i'll just say one thing so none of the nfl players tested positive they had all the tests there's 53-man rosters. Well,
0: they get it done. I know you're good. They get it done,
1: yeah. Yeah, the NFL gets it done because... There is no fucking way. If there's a 1% <laughs> chance that anyone's positive and they have 1,500 tests, there's no fucking way you get 1,500 out of 1,500. There is no way that that happens. Mathematically...
0: Well, throw some fake positives to make us halfway believe it, right? I that's mean, even right. I, this
1: yeah. is Mike Postle territory. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What is my... Wait, wait, wait. I can't say that. Mike Postle territory. Sure. I can't say that. But the point is, it's a little far-fetched, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like those restaurants used to get you an A in L.A. The health commissioner would give restaurants an A. And you say, oh, no, no, never go to a restaurant with an A. They could have bought an A, but nobody buys a B. A B, you know, is real. So if they had five tests of some that they could just, you know, they were going to release them anyway. They're the scapegoats, you know, these guys got it. Listen, I'm not the guy to, you know, I'm happy football's going on. And even if the NFL was fudging it, I mean they're a grown men. They don't they don't really owe with, without fans in the building, they don't really owe the public an accounting. It's not like all of us are never gonna get it or, you know, grocery workers are getting it or people go to the grocery store get it. They don't owe an accounting to everybody around them, like who has it and who whatever. You just stay away and, you know, get you know, until you're not contagious and come back. I mean, if the NFL was handling it internally, why is it necessarily our business even to know they don't have fans in the seats? I mean, they're it's, it's their league. If they're, you know,
0: well, they have a lot more now. They had like, they, they increased it by like 10, yeah two but even so the other. fans
1: and the players aren't like getting yeah. together. I mean, right. I'm just saying right. like the idea, like it's outrageous if they're like no not way. reporting positive tests, they're all in it. Now be outrageous. If like the players didn't know that other players are playing contagious, but right. Anyway, my point is just that, that sounds, I, I'm happy to hear it. It's good news, but it sounds very far-fetched to me that they would all be
0: negative. The NFL gets it done. No, they no get it done. About it.
1: And, I get pre- it done. I, and this is like so weird, and this is, this is one of the things, I don't know why it took us like an hour to get into it, but we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this thing up in a second. But one of the things is that the NFL is this oasis of normalcy, And it's almost like pulled me out of the chaos. Like, I don't, maybe there's a calm before the storm with politics right now, too. There's always some petty bullshit going on every single day, but I'm not really getting caught up in it. But it's like football is the normal thing. And it's almost like you forget that there's an election coming up sooner. You forget that there's a pandemic, or you forget that there's pending, possible impending economic collapse. Because it's like, oh yeah, football, football's back on. And I'm pissed about Saquon getting hurt.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt about it. It's, uh, yeah,
1: it's different. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we're back. We're back in. It.
0: Hey, hey, Liz, Liz, I have a question for you. Does stacking sats count as is watching something grow? Hopefully not slowly. Yeah, it does.
1: Yes, it does. Okay. Yes, it does. Okay. And that's a great example. That's like the, you know, that's the one thing that's growing. But, you know, that's obviously risky because it's not a, doesn't have a yield it just it just grows but yeah that's that's a good thing to do stacks that's, okay. that's, that's, i am it. doing that
0: i well, am doing that okay
1: and and i'll tell you what else about second sats is that and and these guys always talk about this low time preference i mean this whole epiphany is about low time preference it's like look time's gonna come whether you like it or not and if you have a high time preference that means you need things to happen now i need to make money this second i need to get you know my plant now i need i need something that gives me gratification now rather than something that over time is rewarding months from now. Yeah. You should plant something in your garden, man. It's amazing to get that stuff. It's so cool to see it come out and like, and watch the plant grow, like all that shit. Just anything that, yeah. Stacking sats is a good example.
0: Yeah. No, I'm sure that beet would taste better out of my own garden too, theoretically. Uh, but yeah, I know the, the, the stacking sats, uh, Oh yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Done and done. Yeah. All right, man. Well,
1: that Patriots, time, that oh. Patriots beat didn't taste that good for me, but you know, your mileage may yeah. vary.
0: <laughs> yeah sorry about that um uh, all right man good time right,
1: take Bear a off later bro.